0: Hello everyone, I hope you're enjoying your Saturday afternoon and Ahlan Bikoum to the episode 4 of the Talking Tales, All Passion, All Pets. It has been a while since I've posted an episode but I'm very excited to be back to share some knowledge and expertise with you. This is going to be fun and a light episode as I'll be talking about what is enrichment. A lot of pet parents as well as pet sitters do these activities with their pets to bust boredom, keep them busy and of course it's fun to watch the furry ones. But do you know why it is good? Also there is a science behind it and most importantly we need to understand if our pets are really enjoying it. So tune in! So, what does enrichment mean? Many studies have suggested that enrichment, also commonly known as behavioral or environmental enrichment, is used or offered to enhance pet's quality of life, whether it is psychological or physiological. Enrichment improves your pet's mental state. And how do we do that? By using a range of activities designed to challenge and exercise their brains. It is believed that 15 minutes of enrichment activity is equivalent to one hour of walking. This activity encourages your pet to solve problems, learn new skills, and become more confident. Did you know that many positive reinforcement trainers will also suggest some sort of enrichment activities to help build your pets confidence as well as use it part of their behavior modification plan. We personally do a lot of different enrichment activities with our dogs, cats and bunny. At home we usually would do puzzle games, a find it game, snuffle mat, tricks, and the list goes on. We also do enrichment with our dogs when we are out and about. Can you guess what it is? Yes, sniffing. Since a real good sniffari walk in itself is a type of enrichment, therefore it is important to allow your dog to enjoy that moment. A sniffari is a scent walk where your dog's nose take the lead. This way of walking mentally stimulates and enriches your dogs as they rely on their senses to piece together the environment around them. It is also extremely fun for them. Imagine the stories their nose is forming. A sniffari is not limited only to dogs, but other pets like cats can enjoy and explore the environment as well. Did you know that there are five categories of enrichment? These are cognitive enrichment, for example, puzzle work. It helps your pet to problem solve. The second one is dietary enrichment, for example, exploring new tastes, using the licky mats, Kongs, bones, etc. Physical enrichment example would be agility training, fetch, tricks, and so on. And we move on to sensory enrichment, as example given earlier, sniffing for dogs or cats, scratch boats for cats, different texture for your dogs to walk on, rub against. And the last one, social enrichment. These are, for example, play dates, meeting other animals from a different species, or even humans. It is important to use different types of enrichment as this keeps life interesting for your pet. Enrichment can also encourage their natural behavior, for example, foraging for food, digging, etc. It can also help with behavior modification on aggression, anxiety, destructive behavior, depression, and so on. It all sounds good and fun, uh, but it's also important to understand that enrichment can potentially cause a negative impact. What do I mean by that? Number one, I'm referring to safety concerns. It's always important to supervise the session so that you can make sure your pet don't hurt themselves, let's say swallowing a foreign object. Number two. Enrichment is meant to allow your furry ones to have fun and not to frustrate them. If the task is too difficult, just take down a notch. It's okay to help them and help them figure it out. You don't want to frustrate them as that's counterproductive. I have seen many pet owners would withhold the treat or making it too difficult for the pet to enjoy. Never force it. If your dog or cat isn't into the activity, try something else. For example, if your dog is afraid of using some of the agility equipment, then don't just pull your dog or force it. That's not enrichment. Make sure the surface is not slippery. If you're offering a food puzzle or snuffle mat, Make sure um, your dog should be able to stand comfortably and enjoy the activity instead of straining their legs uh, trying to stabilize a position. This is very bad for their joints. I hope you found this podcast helpful and enriching. So have fun with your pets. Don't deprive them from their natural behavior and instinct and always keep their safety in mind. Last, we cannot forget the importance of research to further improving our knowledge when it comes to enrichment. Next time you plan to offer your dog or cat an activity, just think about what senses you would like them to use. This will help you get creative and help your pets to live their best life. So that's all for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Join me again on the 27th of Feb. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Anchor so you will never have to miss an episode again. Bye for now.